During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get delayed. And some get Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. Steve Martin, John Candy. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Welcome to Fanboy and the Snob. I'm Chad. I am Chris. And today we're talking about planes, trains, and automobiles. Why are we doing that today? Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, we got a green screen. Um, we talked about it because Thanksgiving's coming up, and this is the best Thanksgiving movie. Yes, it is. I can't think of any others. <laughs> Maybe you can watch Thanksgiving. Ugh. Never seen it. Uh, Jim Henson made a turkey movie, I guess. I don't know anything about it. Actually, I take that back. This is the second best Thanksgiving-related media. The Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode <laughs> where the time-traveling turkey comes back, and it's just the same thing as the Christmas episode, but instead of... <laughs> A time traveling Santa robot or whatever. It's a time traveling turkey robot. Stars uh, 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 Steve Martin and John Candy, and directed by John Hughes in 1987. Pretty much a winning team. Can't yeah. go wrong. Oh, John Candy, man, I miss him. He. Well, you've never seen Uncle Buck, so you don't even get to pretend like you liked him. So cool runnings. Oh boy, you and everyone else. Um, <laughs> that's. Uh, actually a compliment to john candy is oh you and everyone else has seen his movie <laughs> of course <laughs> fucking john candy i feel like steve martin's always had white hair from what anything he said seen. he went um white in his 20s really yeah and he was just like fuck it works for him yeah it's probably great for a stand-up he looks like my neighbor it's weird <laughs> <laughs> it's not weird it's just like my neighbor mark and steve look like almost <laughs> identical um yeah, so the, the movie is your basic uh, gotta get home and see the family movie, but wacky shit happens. Starts off with Steve Martin's friends like, you're not gonna make the six o'clock flight. It starts off with him leaving his gloves and him being like, eh, it'll be fine. <laughs> and it was downhill ever since then. So it starts off with uh, Steve Martin uh, in an ad exec studio place, boardroom, trying to wait for this old man to choose... <laughs> And screw them too, because it made me think the sound wasn't working for a sec. Yeah, because it's literally just like a minute of just silence with people's faces and like everything. mouthing words to each other. <laughs> You're deaf though, so you couldn't hear them barely whispering under their voices. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, the guy winds up saying like like he delays Steve just long enough that if he doesn't catch a cab <laughs> and get to uh, where he's going, he's gonna be late, which is exactly what happens. <laughs> Finally, when he catches the cab, well, he tries to haggle for the cab with that guy. Yeah, like, that was seventy-five. Oh, that was so shitty. Well, like, surely a man who can afford fifty dollars can afford seventy-five. Not You're a thief. Not entirely. I'm an attorney. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then while that's happening, some strange man puts his <laughs> trunk in the in the taxi and then gets in and drives off. So Steve Martin chases him down the street. <sighs> opens the door and there's a fat guy with a mustache like 
I was telling you this when we were watching it. I guarantee you he probably just showed up on set with a mustache. And everybody's I, like, what? Well, I was thinking about that. This John Candy was huge in this movie. Mm. And the mustache makes his face look smaller. But there are some <laughs> angles you see his face and you're like, dude. Yeah. Like you I would think it was biggest, though. Yeah. But he looked like, if you were that big, I'd be like, all right, we need to have a fucking sit down. Because this is <laughs> out of con- He had like like rolls on his cheeks. Yeah. What was uh, Steve Martin's character's name? I know Del Griffith was John Candy. Can't remember. Yeah, because Del was way more. The movie was about Del. Like it was yeah. told by Steve Martin about Del. And uh, so he eventually gets a cab or whatever. Somehow, no, he takes a bus to the mm. the the airport, and it doesn't matter that he's late because the flight's delayed. And that's when he's sitting there reading the newspaper and he looks across and he sees the guy that stole his cab. <laughs> and Dell instantly is like, oh, I'm sorry. That explains why you were chasing me. Would you like a beer and a hot dog as compensation? Yeah. And the guy's like- Tried to offer him anything. anything. I love right when he sees him, he's like, I know you, don't I? I know, I never forget a name, but. Uh, John Candy's great. Dell Griffith's character is like the, um, no matter what the situation is, he's trying to be positive and sociable. Mm. He's, I. Uh, it's funny we watched that and like, I just watched an episode of Bob's Burgers where, uh, what's his name, Teddy. That is Teddy. They had an episode just like that where yeah. Bob goes around with him and he's getting mad at him. He's talking to everybody. Then at the end, he's like, you know what? Everybody likes you. You're a friendly well, person. Well, Bob, you know, I just try and talk to people. Like, yeah, I've yeah. seen that episode. That's the moral of this story. Is like, hey, don't be such an asshole all the time because yeah. other people have shit going on Ugh. um that was sad. yeah yeah i mean we've all seen the movie at this point but dell's john candy has this amazing ability to make you kind of sit there smiling laughing with him but then because he can switch emotions so mm-hmm. easily like when he gets sad and defeated you instantly feel it in your heart like, too the, yeah it was like the scene when they were in the restaurant and uh, Steve Martin's character is like talking about, hey, if, when we put our heads together, you know, we can and really. Did, John Candy's like, yeah, when we put our heads together, and he just did the. Yeah, you see him like, oh, we're friends. Oh, fuck. What was the other one too? Uh, there was one where they were drinking to the wives. Oh and, yeah, and, and you see him kind of like look at his shoes quickly and mm. then go back to being happy. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I like me. You know, yeah, that, that speech scene. was great. That was when they were in the hotel room, and yeah, yeah, and pretty much Steve Martin just had enough, and he's just yelling at him pretty much. But telling to him be fair, Dell was one hundred percent in the wrong in all of those situations. That's why, like, is Dell a good guy? He's <laughs> what I've been like thinking about recently is like the difference between like bad and evil, and the difference between kind and good. Yeah, you know, like a kind person can be. E- evil you know i think a lot of it was unintentionally evil that's he kept trying to pay him back he kept trying because to... he's a very kind person yeah. but he's not a good person he's very selfish at times i just i think it's also more he's not argumentative so he's just like all right well if he wants to well his he tries to do the right thing at all times and i don't know he fucks up constantly because he's just not he doesn't <laughs> think it through i guess yeah. what a great character instantly as soon as he was like beer and a hot dog i'd be like fine you know like <laughs> all right you're my friend now just a constant chain smoking yeah that was rough yeah 
it didn't make me want a cigarette because I was looking at a man who I knew who died of like heart problems probably from overeating and smoking. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, I don't like watching this man smoke because I know it's coming. Yeah, there's certain characters on film where you're watching and be like, oh, probably put that cigarette down. Him was just like the depression smoking. Like, uh, like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. When you <laughs> yeah. see him and Julian start smoking, you're like, man, I want to drink rum and smoke cigarettes. But you see John Candy and he's like, you know, like, yeah. yeah. It's not Ron Donovan. Was that his name from Mad Men? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I couldn't watch that. I can't watch that show. They smoke too many cigarettes and it just makes me want one. I thought it was boring. I know. Why well, I watched a couple episodes. Yeah, me too. And I'm yeah. like, mm, don't see it. Yeah. It's your thing, it's your thing. Yeah. Plane Trains and Automobile is our thing. Definitely our thing. 80s as fuck. The soundtrack was so... Yeah, let's go over the soundtrack. The soundtrack was really good and then it got really, really bad for one song. And that song just happened to... It had be... like... It had the sample of Steve Martin You're saying, messed, You messed with the wrong guy yeah. over and over. Like, I don't know what they were thinking with that. They were thinking it's the 80s. I feel like this was a movie that they probably didn't think was going to be great. Yeah, they did. And then the acting and everything just. Because it got super campy and like weird towards the, the road the road trip part when they were actually in the car together. It was yeah, because there's a, there's a scene when they're like spinning out or whatever. And it shows like skeletons, and it shows John no, no, Candy no. as the it's, devil. It's where they're going through the two. Oh yeah, 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 this scene's awesome. <laughs> I love this scene. I mean, I could have done without the skeleton scene, but uh, just him going like ah, and then turning, and John Candy's like in a <laughs> like a kid's Halloween costume, like <laughs> like I thought that was great. Yeah, towards the middle of this movie, it just kind of goes, especially with the fire in the car, then they're driving it. Next scene, it's like that wet movie. You know, <laughs> I like the dog in the truck. Yeah, that was good. Give me the give glove! <laughs> John Candy, come on, my God! What rated was this movie? Was this PG-13? Yeah, uh, no, they say fuck, so it's gonna be R. Yeah, but it was set back in the 80s. It was different back then. Alright, so the movie was rated R. Yeah, told you. I thought it was one of those 80s things, like an airplane where they show boobs. It's yeah, so Airpl airplane is 70s. Was it in the 70s? I'm pretty sure it's like late 70s. Huh. Uh, also, nudity is not as bad as swearing and violence, depending on who you ask. Yeah. So some movies will show you nudity, but they won't show you violence. Some movies will show you violence, but they won't show you nudity. What's the quote from the South Park movie? What? They were like, nudity and violence is okay, as long as they don't use strong language yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> like um, RoboCop. No, RoboCop has a hard R, never mind. Okay, that was almost Red X. Yeah. Remember Red X? All for that Ed 309 scene. God, the new one was so good. Um. Anyway, back to Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What were you saying about him writing it? Oh yeah, John Hughes wrote the first 60 pages of this in six hours on a car trip after having a <laughs> completely horrible airplane experience, which I assume is the John Candy... Oh, I hate blabbermouths. Nothing I hate more than a guy who doesn't know when to shut up. Just ruins a trip. I feel just... like most best art is written when people are angry or sad. It's like when a musician gets happy, their music kind of... That's why Kurt Cobain dying was the best thing for Nirvana. Um, yeah, that's what happened to Electric Wizard. Once Electric Wizard got popular, like, <laughs> the doom was taken out of their doom. So it was just like... you. Just like he started fucking the super hot guitarist that became the <laughs> rhythm guitarist in the band, hot blonde chick. Like their doom metal started to become a little more metal, and then it was like, 
What happened to you singing about like committing suicide and shit and really slow and angry? Now it's like it's become a ska band because he got happy. He got happy, <laughs> which is fine, good for Just, but fuck, no more dope throne. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, John Candy's character. Let's let's focus mainly on him. Just cause yeah, because Steve Martin's character is the generic angry douchebag angry ones. guy who ends up falling like, his character's very like one two three yeah it's the angry guy then goes too far then redeems himself and becomes a happy guy yeah or or realizes is what does del say to him in the beginning like your work love, love your family. family yeah yeah you just go with the flow go with the flow you're a twig on the shoulders of a river how i try to live my life i do the opposite they rage <laughs> constantly. Well, tell I haven't jumped off a bridge yet. Yeah. <laughs> You'd make a big old splash. Um, if I do that swan dive. <laughs> um, no, I, I just, I was thinking like you jumping off into the LA river and just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna just go right in. Yeah, crush. just crush. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh! <laughs> um, anyway, what were we saying? Yeah, Del Griffith is is one of my favorite characters in fiction, uh, just because John Candy played him. Pretty much, it, yeah. no one else could have done it. We said we said Farley would have done the funnier bits better, but I don't know if he could do that. I don't think he was given a chance to do the serious stuff. He started to try to. Yeah, but no, I don't know. I mean, even in Tommy his last Boy, movie was almost heroes, and it's like that was kind of a downgrade to. Yeah, I feel like that was a money project. But even in Tommy Boy, um, his big emotional scene mm. wasn't as good as John Candy's big emotional oh, scene. That's because I don't think he was given the right role. No, not even role, just timing. He was yeah. still young. He was only like twenty something. Yeah, I feel like if he got to John Candy's age where he was in this, he might have actually had a little. Yeah. I mean, look at Adam Sandler. Say what you want about serious movies, but he can turn on the real acting. What, yeah, when he has a direct, I assume when he has a director who has patience, who's waiting, <laughs> who's willing to. Now, Adam, I don't want to flip it in this right. scene. <laughs> Adam, take two hundred and ninety-three. Look at the camera, look down, then say okay. <laughs> okay. God fucking damn it, Adam. <laughs> You know what I Okay, whatever yeah. you say. It's, no, you're supposed to be a quiet guy. Shut the fuck up. No, he's, he's, I he's, think he's just a genius, and he knows what makes money, and then he's like, all right, I kind of want to make my own cut gems. Well, you've seen the RLM video on Adam Sandler where they just basically point out that he's fucking grifting <laughs> hardcore. But you know what? If you, if you do it successfully, I can't complain. What do you think, if you had to show someone a scene from this movie to get them interested in the movie... Or just to explain why the movie is good. Like, one scene to be like, look, this is why this movie's good, this is why you should see it. Which scene would it be? Maybe the airport scene where he finally sees him for the first time. The, what's it called? The motel scene. Oh, the train scene where he sees him. Where they were in the train terminal? Is that yeah. what you're saying at the end of the movie? Yeah. No, at the beginning, because I don't want to spoil it. Oh, at the, the beginning, beginning when, when like, they meet I know each you. I know you. But the motel scene when he walks into the thing, that whole scene, just pretty much, where they're in there and he's about to take off, 
And then John Candy like gives him. He's like, I don't care. I like me. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Before. The the fight scene, the argument. I was gonna pick even the, the scene when he's in the bathroom and he's like looking at all the nasty shit he left. That whole that whole motel scene was pretty good. I was hoping something would come of the kid robbing them. I was hoping they would like John Candy would see him or something. Yeah, and just be like, that's a nice jacket you got there or something, you know, and just <laughs> completely miss it. Yeah. Uh, but. Eh, whatever. I feel like this movie seems like there was a lot of scenes they probably didn't put in the movie. Like the beer can bed scene? Because yeah. that just came out of, why did John Candy have a black eye when he was getting out of the truck? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of little things I feel like they had to cut out of this movie. Yeah. This was back when editing rooms were a little more like, meh, and just cutting scenes left and right. Yeah. And it was a 93 minute movie, so they probably like, it's going a little bit. It, it was probably like... 93 is an hour and a half. So I feel like back in the day they wanted comedy pieces. It, it was probably two cut. hours long. Yeah. And I bet they added, I bet they cut out more drama and added more comedy. Where did he get the black eye? Yeah. Did he get it in the car was spinning? Did he get hit or anything? I don't know. I don't remember him getting punched or anything. Yeah. And it's right after he gets out of the trucker's thing. And the, and he was like, ooh, the, the trucker doesn't like when people, I'm thinking maybe there was like a gay blowjob joke. Where he accidentally like hits a bump and falls in the guy's lap, and the guy hits him, and then he's like, "Yeah, he doesn't want us riding up front." Or maybe the guy's got so nervous he's punched him. He's like, "Oh, I don't like people in the thing." Yeah, something like that. Maybe that's why he did. Maybe the guy just he just didn't like him, but he told him he'd drive him. That's what I mean. That's that. I feel like it was something (laughs) weird. Um, I like the scene where they wake up spooning. Yeah, (laughs) that's funny. We've all done it. Where's your other hand between two pillows? Those aren't pillows. And then, oh, hey, oh, what you think of the Browns game? You see that Bears game? Yep, going all the way this season, all the way. <laughs> Try and reclaim your masculinity. <laughs> Why'd you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my head? See, <laughs> <laughs> Martin plays the best straight guy. <clears throat> yeah, his character's super one dimensional and boring. But he plays off the funny guy very John well. John Candy perfectly. Yeah. Like I, Chevy Chase. Imagine if Chevy Chase was that. Chevy movie. Chase would have ruined it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Ghostbusters. Dan Aykroyd. Other one. Other famous guy. Who's the most famous guy from Ghostbusters? He was in Groundhog's Day. Bill Murray. There we go. Bill God Murray would have ruined it. That hurt my brain. Bill Murray would have made the movie funnier. But he wouldn't have made it as emotional because Bill Murray would be trying to one up John Candy the whole time. Yeah, I don't know if Bill Murray. Well, he's he's done serious movies. But Chevy Chase is not a team player. He would yeah. have been trying to one up John Candy instead of lo- letting John Candy fucking be John Candy. Yeah, no, this movie was perfectly cast. I, I feel like Steve Martin did a great job of believing after acting after he made like that. Uh, he did the same thing with stand up. Once he made, once he was, he was like, "I'm done with stand up." Well, he made that cheaper uh, dozens movie and then the Pink Panther movie, and I think he was just like, "You know what? I made my money. I'm done." So the reason I keep bringing up the fact that John Candy is an amazing actor is because his wife's dead, and he gives you subtle hints throughout the entire movie. I. I've seen this movie before, but I don't. It's like watching a new movie because I've only seen it once, so I don't remember anything. And like three quarters of the movie, I'm like, shit. Yeah, you asked me the first time he uh, he he was like, oh, uh, I haven't been home in years, and then he was like, what? And he goes, ah, expression. I work That's too a, much. Yeah. Then you went, hey, is his wife dead? And I was like, I don't know, man. But like, <laughs> I knew, but I didn't want to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, the scene when he like 
see i don't get the end does steve martin like just go back to his house no because there's a scene when he goes on the train but then he ends up at the terminal did john candy did he go back to the terminal he got off the train and got right back on another one and went to go see his friend in the terminal yeah that's why when john when he walks in john candy's sitting there like looking very meek and Mm. sad and he's like (laughs) surprised to see him and he's like i thought you were going home and he's like well i don't have she's been dead for eight years and you're like yeah the way he delivered that you instantly get who his character is with that one delivery it sucks because like i really wonder what his career would have been because you look at john goodman now john goodman's made good movies but he I put him in kind of the same category. That's the funny fat guy. Yeah, but he got but serious. He, yeah, but he hasn't done like he got lucky with um, Roseanne. No, Roseanne is is yeah. Roseanne was actually really lucky. That show was amazing. Yeah. Fuck anyone who hates old Roseanne. They can go fuck themselves. I love Roseanne. Fuck anyone who tried to cancel Roseanne. It's too. fucking wholesome. Yeah. Now they have the Connors. You don't get like that show was about. That show was kind of like what this movie's about, just like the working class family. Like Del Griffith was a working class man, mm. and Steve Martin was an exec, you know. So like the working class guy is the nicer guy trying to do right by everyone, whereas and sure he's like he's crass. Well, he's not even crass. He doesn't even swear. Yeah, I don't think he really swear. Like there was, a, oh, I forgot what he said. There was a scene when like he, it was like when somebody says friggin' yeah, something like that. I don't appreciate that kind of language. <laughs> what about when um uh Steve Martin's character gets punched in the face? Yeah. And the guy's like the guy's like, I don't care. And you see Dell like for a split second. Yeah, get, yeah. He's usually he slouching. Puffs, he puffs, puffs his chest out for a, you see him get angry. Well, oh, sure I'm glad I didn't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you see him get angry for a second because he's like, he's like, I'm gonna hit your friend again. And you mm. see him like and you help him up. You know what I mean? And you see the guy be like, okay, like sizing him up and being like, grabs him by the balls. If Del Griffith wanted to be angry, he would fuck people up. John Candy's a big boy. One of the scenes I would show somebody too is when they're in the motel drinking all the nips. Yeah, I would show the nip scene. You want to go to Jamaica? What about Mexico? Tequila right away, you know? That was. That was. The, some movies go too far when you have like a bonding scene in yeah. those type of movies. That was perfect because it was just like you had the slow build of the friendship, then you had that one scene when he, because in the scene he swindles, see Martin swindles his way to get a hotel room, but but Dell can't. Dell doesn't have any money, so Dell is gonna sleep in the burnt out car in a snowstorm, and that's when Steve Martin's character finally is like. So he gets up Fuck. and he's like, you're going to freeze out there. He's like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. And it's like, and that next scene, they're in the, they've raided the hotel bar. They're fucking <laughs> slamming back uh, uh, nips. nips and eating Doritos out of like. This is a great mix, right? No, no, no I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was Doritos and tequila. And he's like, this is a good mix. No. <laughs> that was a great scene. Didn't he add, and then he was like. Didn't Dell start talking about like what's the point of going on in life? And he was like, "Well, your wife loves you, right? You you can grow old with her." Mm. And you see Dell go, you know, like ah, he does the good like split second. Oh, I remember how depressed I am. Back to smiling. <laughs> what else, what is there to say? Eighties travel sucks. Mm. I'm so glad like we don't have to deal with that shit. Fuck buses. Fuck trains. Fuck planes. <laughs> I saw I saw a DC ten in the background that made me happy. They don't make those anymore. Want to know why? Safe. 
Yeah, because that top fin just gets ripped off sometimes, and you spin and blow up. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's cheap. It's the works to get there faster. Hey, you want one hour, 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Singing on the bus is a scene I would show to people, too. Yeah, it sums up their characters Because Steve Martin tries to sing like an old, like, I don't even know what that song Steve Martin was trying no. to sing. But, but as soon as it fails, Del goes, Flintstones, Flintstones. and then everyone starts clapping and singing. That's <laughs> show society. You were like, you were like, it's it's a cringy scene to sing on a bus, but then we started talking about times we've been on long trips on buses <laughs> and we were singing too, and we were like, you know what, it is actually pretty fun. Depends on your mood. Depends on your mood, yeah. <laughs> like at Boy Scout camp, like during lunch, if someone stood up and went, pack, everyone would start singing the Sandy Beach song, like 500 kids all screaming it at the top of the lungs. I'm sorry, lungs. I would have hated that. No, it was fun because... If you did it, everyone had to stand up and sing. So my troop would like, we'd, we'd sing it once and we'd literally wait till everyone in the room had finally sat down and then I'd go, and they'd all get back up again. We did it. We did it to the point of where they were like, okay, you're only allowed to sing one song once a meal. So then we sang every song <laughs> once a meal. Um, I guess final thoughts on the film. I liked it a lot. Would you recommend this movie? I, I would watch this with my family. I'll watch this with my grandparents. If I had kids, I'd watch it with them. I feel like it's like zany enough where a kid will pay attention to it. It's wacky enough that a kid will pay attention to Especially it. Especially like the end half. <laughs> yeah, the end it half. This goes ridiculous. <laughs> uh, not modern kids. Modern kids need lights and colors. This movie's very like... Yeah. Like, womp womp, you know? Well, that's the thing. They don't make movies like this anymore. Yeah. Because attention spans and IQs have dropped severely. Like, the scene, like, I say it was super goofy and everything, but they actually have scenes where it's just, like, still, like, kind of character stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes of characters walking to a room and just talking. It's not like people waking up in a hotel room, tattoos on their faces, and, oh, a tiger. Oh, my God, this. I actually rewatched Hangover the other day laughed it's it, good it was good yeah. but it's it's a different kind of comedy it's where it branches off into like the stoner drunk comedies like comedies went from this to american pie to hangover they're just I, getting I, dumber a video we should do is i think american pie ruined comedies it, it no because animal house is just american pie but older it's the no, same it's thing good. it's the dumb frat boys American Pie was just the 90s Animal House. Or 2000s, yeah. I should say. Yeah, they made Euro Trip and stuff like that. Euro Trip, I liked. Just because Tom Green's in it. <laughs> Fucking love Tom Green. I love when he's feeding the, the rat yeah. to the snake. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Green's Fuck great. Fuck you. Freddy Got Fingered's a great movie. Freddy Got Fingered. I like Red Letter Media's theory. If is, they didn't do that video, I would have We would have done it, too. Because I'm pretty sure everyone has the exact same theory that that movie was just a giant fuck you to hollywood yeah how much money you gonna give me i got the bag of jewels <laughs> look we have jewels and it's like what? daddy you like this <laughs> fucking jerks off like a camp what was it a camel the horse the horse yeah yeah that seems fine but the end of the movie when yeah. like it's supposed to be like what what is resolved and he's like <laughs> i have jewels you know like i got the jewels <laughs> you know that's the end of the movie he gets the jewels Riptorn. Yeah. Poor Riptorn. R.I.P. He was perfect in that movie, though. What mm. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Backwards man. Backwards man.
I guarantee you he hated making that movie. Well, he's in it. He's been interviewed saying like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was Fanboy and the Snob. We watched this movie. Well, yeah. Thank you for watching. That was our review of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. More of a discussion. If you enjoyed this video, don't forget to check our other ones. And don't forget to hit that like and subscribe yeah, yeah, yeah. button. For now, hit that like button. For now, YouTube. Hey, the like button's always going to be there. But if you want to dislike us. Dislike this video. Nobody will ever know. No one will ever know. <laughs> Woo!